Hello, welcome to another edition of Francis Tuttle's Tech Tips. I'm John Bodie. If you've ever thought about starting your own business, today's topic will serve as a valuable reality check to that pipe dream. Joining me to discuss the pitfalls some new business owners encounter is Shelly Academy, Small Business Management Coordinator for Francis Tuttle's Business and Industry Service Program. Hi, Shelly. Thanks again for joining us. Thank you. I read recently that according to the U.S. Small Business Administration, over 50% of small businesses fail within the first year and 95% fail within the first five years. Those figures are right up there with divorce rates. What are small business owners doing wrong? Well, there are lots of reasons why businesses fail, and every business is different. But in my experience in working with entrepreneurs for uh, the last eight or nine years, I would say lack of strategy is the overall reason. Um, not really understanding where they want to take the company, why they want to take the company in the direction they're moving. Uh, they don't really know um, where they're going or how to get there. Uh, I would say that's that's the overall um, reason. Uh, another reason kind of folds into that is um, when an entrepreneur is not self-aware enough to understand his or her strengths and weaknesses and, and build on strengths and alleviate weaknesses, the really good entrepreneurs out there have the maturity to understand what their weaknesses are and pull in resource providers or pull in partners or um, employees who uh, can help them alleviate those weaknesses. Entrepreneurs are an interesting group. They are generally very passionate about what they do. They are driven. Um, quite a few of them, uh, especially if they have um, created something, if they have invented something new, it's their baby. And they, um, they oftentimes don't want to let go of their baby. And um, that can be very difficult because, you know, when a company is first starting, a CEO might be able to do absolutely everything him or herself. But as that company grows, not letting go of certain um, responsibilities actually puts a stranglehold on the business and will um, run it right down the tubes. <laughs> so I've seen that more than I care to think about. And, and unfortunately, that's not something I, as a consultant, can, can help with even uh, because it's very difficult to explain to someone um, their psyche. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, that's that's one of those things. Like I said, everybody has strengths and everyone has weaknesses. It's not. Um, I, I make it clear to my clients that uh, that I don't expect them to be perfect. But um, being aware of those weaknesses is a huge, huge advantage. Um, I would say, as far as entrepreneurs go, the not wanting to let go is is probably the biggest weakness I see. Also, falling uh, under a strategy is not understanding who their market is. Um, a lot of uh, business owners want to jump directly to the tactical part of marketing. They want to create a brochure and a business card and call it good. And uh, that doesn't really work. It may work sort of accidentally. Um, it's not really a smart way to go about, uh, to go about doing marketing. There's a lot of data. Uh, uh, there's a, a data-driven approach in marketing is, is much smarter and will save them lots of headaches down the road. And not understanding their market leads to uh, a poor location. It leads to um, uh, poor understanding of who they're selling to and so they don't sell properly. It, it can lead to lots and lots and lots of problems. Uh, finally, I would say underinvestment, which I think is, uh, is fairly um, 
commonly known. Um, a lot of business owners just don't ask for enough money when they're when they're um, requesting loans, um, be it from a bank, a venture capitalist, whomever. Uh, they they generally think they can do what they need to do with a lot less money than what they really need. Well, the good news, Shelley, is that 50% of small businesses do survive, grow, and prosper. What are some of the traits or talents that these successful business owners possess? I would say uh, sort of the flip side of, of what we, we just discussed. They have, um, they have a maturity uh, that allows them to understand their strengths and weaknesses and helps them to understand being, that being collaborative um, really strengthen, strengthens their venture. Um, oftentimes, uh, I, I work with people who are very successful as entrepreneurs currently who have failed two or three times before. And so I really don't see failure as failure per se. Sometimes it's just a step in leading to success. Um, and sometimes, you know, you just have to build that maturity as a person to get there. Um, I would say that, uh, you know, that they are generally, um, they're still very passionate about what they do. And I think passion about what they do is very, very important. Um, I, I hesitate to work with someone who uh, wants to start his or her own, her own business just because they're dissatisfied with their current boss or because um, they want to make a million bucks. It's just, it's too hard to run a small business yourself if those are your reasons. Um, I would say that they, like I said, they understand themselves. I think they understand their market. I think that they understand that there are people out there who are experts in fields that um, that they need uh, to understand and they're uh, willing to use those resource providers and those experts and pull in great employees. They understand hiring people that are smarter than them is the best way to go. Uh, they don't let their ego get in the way and uh, you know they just keep going. <laughs> Finally Shelley, can you recommend to our listeners some of your favorite resources on the subject? Yeah, there are some great resources out there. There actually, um, my Amazon.com wish list is far too large <laughs> because there are some great books and magazines out there. Um, I would say my number one book resource is something that my colleague Cindy Midas referred, excuse me, recommended to me, and that's the Successful Marketing Plan. And it's something I use with my, my clients, every single client. It is a, a data-driven approach to marketing, and that's by Hebing and Cooper. Uh, and, then, and then, of course, there are just a limitless number of online sources. StartupNation.com is one of my favorites. But depending on a company's industry, uh, you know, there are great, great resources on the web specifically for industries, um, for, for specific industries. Um, trade associations all around the web now and they have great information about their markets. Um, Entrepreneur Magazine is great. Uh, Business and Strategy Magazine is great. Um, there are several uh, really wonderful um, books about startups out there. Uh, I don't recommend that um, a uh, entrepreneur get in the habit of reading every new business book that comes down the line um, because then um, you know, he or she might change strategy, might change, you know, everything every month, and that's very frustrating, especially for employees. And so I, I would say, you know, take a look at those good resources and um, integrate them in your overall strategy, but, but don't do the, you know, book du jour, um, change my strategy every month saying that's, that's not good. <laughs> 
And that's it. You've given us some great information, Shelley, that many of our listeners will benefit from, whether they're starting a new business or not. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Remember, for more information on how Francis Tuttle's business and industry services can solve your business's training needs, just log on to FrancisTuttle.com to learn more. For Francis Tuttle's Tech Tips, I'm John Bodie. Thanks for listening.